Welcome back to my podcast, Love and Courageous. I'm your host, Demetrius, and today I'll be talking about Janavi Kandula, the college student that was struck and killed by a police officer. On January the 23rd, 23-year-old Janavi Kandula was walking across the street at a crosswalk when she was struck and killed by a police officer named Kevin Day, who was responding to a report of an overdose. Now, the officers ruled this incident as an accident, and the officer, Kevin Days, actually returned back to work shortly after the incident. So, there's actually a video out there. It's not showing when he hit her. It's showing before he hit her and after he hit her. So, in the video, number one, he doesn't have his sirens on all the time like he's supposed to. And another thing is after he hit Kundula, he actually called it in and he started performing CPR on her. And when the officers arrived, one officer asked Kevin Dave what happened. And the officer, Kevin Dave, the one that struck Kundula, he said that she was in the crosswalk and she saw me and she started running through the crosswalk and he said that he slammed on his brakes. And he said instead of Kandula staying back where she should be crossing, he said that she just, and he used his hands to describe it. And in other words, what he was basically saying, like she ran out basically in the street. Now, when the officer Kevin Dave hit Janavi Kandula, she was actually thrown more than 100 feet. The Seattle Police Department released a video, and in that video, it is showing Officer Daniel Arger, also the Vice President of the Seattle Police Officer Guild, was talking to the President, Mike Sowen, and in that video, he was telling Mike Sowen what happened and was actually joking about the accident. Audrey, the vice president, said she is dead, then started laughing. And he was actually referring to Kandula as a regular person. And then he continued by saying, yeah, just write a check, $11,000. She was 26 anyway. She had limited value. That is what he said in the video. So Audra was the drug recognition officer assigned to determine if Dave was under the influence when he hit Kandula. And in the video, he actually says, that Dave was going 50 miles per hour. And he also continued by saying that that's not out of control for a driver. But in June, there was a report that was released. And in that report, it said that Dave was actually going 74 miles per hour in a 25 miles per hour zone when he hit Kandula. And it also said in the report that because of how fast Dave was going, 
It did not allow him sufficient time to detect, address, and avoid a hazard that presented itself. The Seattle Police Department made a statement and said that the body cam video was actually discovered by an employee during a routine course of business, and it was flagged to the chief Adrian Diaz office before being mentioned to the Office of Police Accountability for investigation. Since the video was released, people have actually protested and gathered around the Seattle intersection where Janavi Kandula was struck and killed by the police officer, Kevin Dave. Protesters were also holding signs saying, convict Devin Dave, jail killer cops, and also, I have unlimited value. So did Janavi. The Seattle Police Department has made a statement along the video and said, recognizing the public concern around this video, Seattle Police Department is putting out this video in the interest of transparency, but consistent with city law. Seattle Police Department reserves any comment on the substance pending the completion of OPA's investigation. They also continue by saying that they have been in touch with the family of Condola and that they extend our deepest sympathy for this tragic collision. They also said that Janavi is a beloved daughter and beyond any dollar value for her mother and family. We firmly believe that every human life is invaluable and not be belittled, especially during a tragic loss. Now, the officer and vice president, Audra, has actually came out and said that I intended the comment as a mockery of lawyers. I was imitating what a lawyer tasked with negotiating the case would be saying and being sarcastic to express that they shouldn't be coming up with crazy arguments to minimize the payment. I laugh at the ridiculousness of how these incidents are ligated and the ridiculousness of how I have watched these incidents play out as two parties bargain over a tragedy. The Seattle Police Officer Guild has made a statement and said Officer Audrey's comments were highly insensitive and had re-victimized Ms. Candula's family, but the video lacked context and said there is more detail and knots that has not been made public yet. A co-chairman of the Seattle Community Police Commission, which is a panel that seeks to represent community perspectives on the police, Joe Merkel, have came out and said that the comments in the video minimize the value of Ms. Candula's life and the need for accountability in the fatal crash. There is no context in which these comments and sentiments are acceptable. And it's especially alarming that it's leadership within the police union that harbors these sentiments. The Community Police Commission, another oversight community, made a statement and described the video as heartbreaking and shockingly insensitive. Noted that the incident speaks to the concerns that the CPC has repeatedly raised about elements of Seattle Police Department culture 
and SPLG resistance to officer accountability measures. They have also said the people of Seattle deserves better from a police department that is charged with fostering trust with the community and ensuring public safety. Kandula's family has made a statement and they said that it is truly disturbing and saddening to hear insensible comments on the body cam video from a Seattle Police Department officer regarding Janavi's death. So the Seattle Police Department has actually confirmed that Officer Audrey has been administratively reassigned to a non-operational position. This decision was made after the Community Police Commission, which is a Seattle Police Oversight Group, suggested that Officer Audrey be suspended without pay. Now, according to the commission's letter, there have been 29 complaints connected to Officer Audrey to the Accountability Office, including allegations of use of force, policy violations related to bias-free policy, and unprofessional conduct. Now, three of these complaints issued in sustained findings, but 11 of these complaints issued in a recommendation for his supervisor to lecture Officer Audrey about his performance. Now, the city has paid settlements that have summed up to be more than $2 million following alleged misconduct involving Officer Audrey. Also, there weren't any charges filed against the Officer Dave who has struck and killed John V. Condula. Now, just in case anyone don't know much about John V. Condula, she was a daughter to a single mother who teaches elementary school in India making less than $200 per month. Her mother encouraged her to pursue a higher education in the U.S. and was hoping that her daughter would have a better future and a life. Kandula came to the United States in 2021 to pursue a master's degree in information systems in the College of Engineering at Northeastern University, Seattle's campus. She would have graduated with her master's degree this December. Northeastern University plans to award Kandula her degree posthumously and present it to her family. The university also hosted a remembrance and unity to honor Kandula's memory. Kandula remains were returned back to India, Kurnul District, and Andhra Pradesh. Now, I would just give my opinion on all this, and I have to say this, one, is that the officer, Kevin Dave, that hit her and killed her, I didn't like how, in the video, he was trying to defend himself, saying that how she saw him, and she just started running, but... He was saying that, oh, she should have stayed where she was at. But thing is this, is that you was going way over the speed limit. I don't care if you have to get somewhere. At the end of the day, the speed limit was 25. He was going 74. That is unacceptable. You should not be going that fast 
when the speed limit in that area is 25. That's unacceptable. Anybody that had walked in that street, they would not be able to hurry up and get out the way because he's going way over the speed limit. He wasn't even able to slow down in time because he was going way over the speed limit. You know you're around campus. So therefore, why are you driving like that? Okay, you got to get somewhere, but at the end of the day, you don't drive like that. That was way too fast. 74 and the speed limit is 25? Absolutely not. That's unacceptable. I really didn't like how he didn't take ownership for what he did. You shouldn't have been going that fast in the first place. When you are driving, and then on top of that, he didn't really like have his sirens on all the time. They were on, then they were off. Okay, well, number one, that's your fault because your sirens wasn't on all the time. Even if you do have your sirens on, if somebody is already in the street just walking, sweetheart, you're not giving them enough time to get out the way. Because you're going 74. When in that area, it's a 25. So, no, he was in the wrong. And also, Vice President Officer Audier, the fact that he made those insensitive jokes and the fact that he cowardly denied that, oh, he didn't mean it that way. He was saying how he think her case will be handled. That is BS. That's not how they will handle that. And he know that. He just don't want to lose his job. Like, because the fact that he put a dollar amount on it, $11,000, nobody would do that. And the fact that he said, oh, she's dead and then laughed at it. That's not what the people would have said. He's lying because he don't want to own up to making insensitive racist jokes. And the fact that he was saying that to his president is really disturbing to me because it just shows what really goes on in the police department, how it's structured. Because the fact that he was so bold to say that, like, it was nothing. Clearly, his president knows how he is. Because he said that. And the fact that his president was covering up for him, it's disturbing. It don't make no sense. It's disgusting. Because you shouldn't ever stand there and defend him when what he said was insensitive. And another issue is that he has 29 complaints against him, but he's a vice president. So how did he get that title with that many complaints? That would make sense to me. And then on top of that, the city had to pay over $2 million dollars. In a settlement. Oh no, he would have to go. He would have been fired. Like, stop wasting my tax dollars on these thugs. I'm sick and tired of this. The fact that they have spent, well, not them, but us, have spent that much 
And you mean to tell me he's not fired? Why y'all keep wasting all this money on these officers? It's unacceptable. Fire them. And the fact that it's 29 complaints and they're saying they have to, you know, talk to him about his performance. How many times do you guys sit someone down and talk to them? I'm confused. It don't take that many times. Like, he's not a kid. He's an adult. There is no reason why any officer should have that many complaints. And number one, be off, be an officer. But number two, be a vice president. That just says how they're running that department. Because honestly, I don't care who you are, you should be fired. There's no reason why he should still be an officer with that many complaints. That is unacceptable. But another thing that I don't like is that in law enforcement, they're protected. And I really honestly don't like that. Because of the simple fact that they were going to suspend him without pay. But then they decide, you know, to have him reassigned. But to me, he needs to be fired. Like, in law enforcement, they're supposedly disciplined. It's not discipline. It's really protecting them in the end. And I don't like that. You should not be protecting him. Why are y'all protecting these officers out here when they do wrong? Because anytime when these officers do wrong, they don't like to admit it. They will lie straight up. And instead of just owning up, like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I was wrong. They won't. Because a lot of them feel like they shouldn't have to apologize. But why do you feel like you shouldn't apologize? It's like the officer that struck and killed her, Officer Dave. He's not even being charged. So you mean to tell me an officer can get away with murder? Which there ain't nothing new in America. But still... It's unacceptable because if anybody else that was not an officer was driving that fast and struck and killed somebody, we would have had some jail time. And there are some people in the comment section that are defending these officers. I'm like, you should be ashamed of yourself. That is disgusting. I could not defend those officers. I mean, dang, if you blue lives matter, honey, just say that. If you're biased, just say that. Because I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're an officer, a lawyer, a doctor. I don't care what your position is. Wrong is wrong at the end of the day. And the police department actually apologized to the family. But to me, your apology means nothing if you're not going to charge them. And you're not going to fire that officer. Your apology means nothing. They're just saying that, but in reality, you really don't care. They're just saying that because it's the right thing to do in the public eye. Don't stand there and apologize to those families when they stood there and they had to bury their daughter or their niece, their cousin. Don't stand there and apologize, but you're not going to charge the officers that were involved. 
your apology means nothing. I feel sorry for those families. They are standing here. They are crying. They're not going to get her back, sadly. She was about to graduate from college with a master's degree. They just took that away from Condola and her family. You know how happy her mother is going to be when she thought she was going to see her daughter walk across that stage because she wanted better for her daughter? And these officers took that away? And you mean to tell me you only are going to give them an apology? That's not justice. That family deserves justice. They want justice. And they have every right to. You don't stand there and just apologize to a family, but don't take action. You know, when it comes to actually charging somebody with a crime, your apology means nothing. You can keep that fake apology because you don't mean it. They be acting like they're going to investigate. Please, y'all already know what y'all going to do in the end. They already be talking to the officers behind closed doors, telling them, okay, this is probably what you need to do. This is probably what we're going to have to do. And they just going to put on the front. In front of the cameras. And it's just disgusting. It's evil. It's insensitive. It's unethical. I feel sorry for her family. And I feel sorry for her because she was so young. She had dreams. She wasn't $11,000 check. I'll tell you that. She was a woman. She had goals. She was very ambitious. And she deserved more. And so does her family. That is all for today. Thank you all for listening to my podcast. And tomorrow, I'll actually be talking about Jada Pickett Smith, the actress that has actually said that her and Will Smith been separated since 2016. So thank you all for tuning in and I hope you all have a lovely, nice day.